part of BlindSidePods.com. I didn't listen to the show today. Anything interesting happened? Not that I can see. I think it was... No. I, honestly, I think if, if, if you didn't listen to it, you can just go ahead and skip it. Nothing really of note happened. So, so I, what precipitated sure. all this? I've got a bunch of questions. I asked you to do a, a quick show tonight because uh, I heard it today and I was uncomfortable for you. Of course, I've been in the hot seat myself before, but that seat was cool compared to this. I know. I got to get to kickball, too. Like, this whole thing is just very... It's just totally inconvenience me throw, throwing a wrench in the works before i even get into it because right now i'm trying to i'm trying to uh pull up some of my old um my old uh my old poetry here um can you give me your impression like did you like like it, it was kind of psych like it was kind of uh psychotic of steve like how cool he was he just calmly sat there and ruined a man's life I, I did eyes. find that I didn't. I did not know Steve as I thought I did. And listening to that, I'm like, this guy is a sociopath. He has no emotion in taking people down, and he has this ruthless side that I didn't know existed. I mean, did you? Okay, what did what did you think? Did you think that it was as bad as what as you thought it was going to be, or, or how, how? What was your? I looked into the context of why you would have you would have written these poems, and it seems as though this was part of schooling. So there was well, a purpose for it. It wasn't guess, as though you were you were sitting at the coffee house deciding to write poem poems, although maybe that's the case. Maybe you can explain that. At one time, I was an English teacher, and I, I, that's why I don't get the big deal of this. I, I was an English teacher, and I studied English, and I have a master's in it, a master's in literature. So at one time, I was I, I wrote poetry as part of a MFA creative writing class, which I, and the, the, the funny thing is is that that. Um, that that shithead Minahan is like, you think you think he wants us to read his old screenplays? I'm going to make it my life's work, Kirk. Can I clarify? Can old I clarify screenplays. for a moment? I will find them. I will find them. Did you just call him it, a shithead? What's that? Did you just call Kirk a shithead? I was. I meant to say Steve. I'm sorry. Okay. That's. It. Did I say Kirk? You did. That 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 shithead Kirk. That's what you said. No, that great that 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 indelible talent, Kirk, that just did. You know that it, it, his reading of those poems in no way impacted uh, the uh, the reception of them. Not not at all. I mean, not even not even close. I mean, the guy is just a radio genius. He, he couldn't. You know, it's not like the way that he delivered it had any uh, impact on how they were received, how people liked them. The, the, the sort of, of, of course not. No, he's going to do it just if there's one thing about Kirk, he's going to be intellectually honest uh, when it comes to ripping on somebody uh, that has done nothing but support the guy. Right? I mean, of, of course, of course. Not, nothing at all. So nothing I've got questions about how did this come about? Where, what happened that Steve decided to be cold and psychopathic to take you down? What did I miss? Well, for, well first of all, um, I didn't. Steve was lying. Of course, right. Shocker. Fucking surprise of the century that Steve was lying. In the podcast, Steve said that I reached out to him out of the blue. No. Did you hear the Lauren Lynn voicemail today? Yeah, the I thought that, that was Lauren. That was on the show. I sent that to Steve. <laughs> That's why. So even me, right? Even though I ripped the shit out of Steve on Listen Up Dummies and on the Minifan show and then I continued it on Trash Talk, I still was like, 
Steve, I don't know if Steve, Steve has it. Somebody sent it to me. I didn't see it anywhere else. It wasn't in any, you know, I don't know if he had it. So I'm like, so there hey, man, was context. Here's, here's, yeah. Like, I love this narrative that Steve is just spinning that I reached out out of the blue and was like, oh, hey, Steve, I really hope that you kill us tomorrow. We deserve it. No, I was like, hey, man, don't know if you have this audio. Here's the audio. Um, and then I said, oh, by the way, feel free to kill us tomorrow. We deserve it. That was it. That was, that was the impetus for me reaching out to the guy. So first of all, he's starting with a fucking lie, right? Of course, of course. I mean, leave it to a guy that thinks, you know, that, that writes paper, college papers about reverse racism to, uh, to, to, to not be truthful in his delivery. With the, Um, with the comp, with the audio that they had of you saying, have at us, it sounded like shit. So this sounded like it was on blind Mike's podcast. Is that, were you talking about this last night? I think it might have also been on Listen Up Dummies is where I said have at us. Oh, okay. Yeah, Listen Up Dummies, which is why probably the the quality did not sound as good. But right, so so I was an English teacher. And I mean, fucking, what do you want me to fucking do? I was in a creative writing class. So, and I continued to take creative writing classes because it's something that I was interested in. Uh, Doesn't mean I'm fucking good at it, right? And yeah, I mean, yeah, they were published. Of course they were published. Where were they published? Uh, they were published in a couple of places, and you know, at first I was gonna say like not include where they were published. Did you but, get paid I mean, for them? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, all of ten dollars. So very lucrative career, but I did. I got paid for. Um, I got paid for one one that, of course, the the one that actually was in a ma- like a print magazine they didn't find, and that was the one that I think is actually like halfway decent. The rest of them fucking suck, and I'm willing to admit that they're not great. Like I don't, I don't, I no longer teach English, right? I mean, it's, it is. I have to say though, I don't know if Kirk quite did it justice with his reading of it. I mean, some of them are really like this. That submarine poem, holy fuck! Oh my god incredible horrifying mm-hmm. horrifying especially given the context of everything i mean it, it do we have, i don't think you have you had time to to cut up any sound of it but my god i mean it couldn't have worked out more perfectly for steve i, I if only i just had like a text message of steve asking for underage pictures oh and then saying oh shit that was wrong i mean if only i had something like that that i could just send out to the world or if i just had uh pictures of of david and Flo, or if i, I mean because I'm, I'm getting doxxed you know i, I have so I what can, are you I threatening only, here i'm not threatening i can only tell you the amount of views i've gotten on my linkedin today um and they're all from boston so uh, so wonderful. And here's the other thing, Steve, because I actually do fucking know how to do audacity. So, uh, you know, you said that if blind Mike, uh, you know, his, he got his site back and he, you know, then he would be coming for your job. I mean, Hey, if I, if Murchison calls my fucking employer and I get fucking fired, you know, then, then I'll be coming for your job there, buddy. Do you think you can do a better <laughs> job than Steve? No, no, Steve, no, Steve's a real producer. I could, I, I, I you know, but I mean, is it true? You I think could, you could do a better job than Cullinane? Colin, no, Colin is better than Steve. I mean, Steve's a fucking asshole, right? Psychopath. I mean, Steve. Steve. And, and by the way, I love it. I love what Steve did. Um, the, the he's just a bastion of originality. I would say that guy is that he says that I would be the first person in line to be wearing a Kirk Minahan skin suit. And I think I've I've only heard him make that joke like six or seven times. Still fresh and original, though not tired in any way, in my opinion. I'm sensing that you're not happy with Steve. Would this be I mean, correct? No, he. I will give him this. He, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, obviously, uh, the text messages that they read on the air were true. I was 100 like, well played by them. Well played, sir. Uh, we didn't have much time to get into it. And, and I'm going to be in on the, I mean, I get, hey, I'm, if there's anything 
I'm not going to be a, a baby about it. I'm not going to be a bitch about it. I'm going to be a good sport. I think it's funny. They did a good job. If I was in Steve's shoes, I would have done the same fucking thing. And honestly, after the shit that he... I actually think that they went easier on me than they did on him for the Ben Robinson thing. <laughs> I think that he got... I think he still... Even still, he was getting shit on. And yes, he turned a lot of people today. There was a lot of positive feedback for Steve. A lot of people were saying that, uh, that, that Steve redeemed himself, that they're now on Team Steve. That's fine. All well and good. Happy to help. Go with God. But there were still... For those people, there were still people that were saying... No, the quality, the audio. I mean, hey, Steve, I got to tell you, on the podcast where you're shitting on somebody else who was shitting on you for saying that you weren't a good producer, might be a good idea to make sure that the audio volume is not on 50% of what it normally is. Just, just kind of just wanted to let you know that. But hey, what do I know? Right? What do I know? And you sure could have called It sounds me. like what you're saying here is that Dave Cullinane puts together a better sounding product. Your, no. your words, not mine. What it sounds like I'm saying, DEC, is that these are the first steps. You've walked them before with drunken feet. <laughs> do you want me to read some poetry? Go for it. All right. So we'll read poetry because this is what we do here. Um, and I guess I'm going to embrace it. Uh, I love how they, uh, they totally, they, they, they totally uh, were retweeting where I was publishing these, where I was writing these. I mean, it was it was actually pretty funny. Um, I'm still not I'm still not understanding how this got started. That clearly you rubbed Steve the wrong way and he went after you. I'm still yeah, not picking it. picking this up of where you rubbed him the wrong way. What do you mean? I rubbed him the wrong. I, we had a whole conversation where we were shitting on him, where I said that he wasn't a good producer, where I said oh, that Colin Aim was better. I mean, we said we talked about that in the Minifan show. I mean, they played the sound of it where listen, I said that nah, I don't listen to the show while I'm doing it. Did you not listen back to Kirk's show today? Yeah, I did. When I heard so my, when I, got, I hear my voice, I hit the that little button that says 15. And I just go ahead. I got me. And hey, I'm like, oh, I got, we'll I, just go ahead here. Don't want to listen to that. I got killed. Just desserts. I, 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 um, you I, got I think fucking the only, slayed, man. I did, I did. It was embarrassing. So let me ask you this. Does it change your opinion of me? I feel like there's no coming back from this. Like, I should just end all of it. I, I should don't just really have... I had people sending me my real name. Like, DMing me, like, my uh, real that's name, not, that's not my cool. real pictures. I had people sending me, like, pictures of, like, fucking family members. Like, what the fuck? I mean, hey, I don't give a shit. I really, actually, honestly don't. Like, I, I mean, I've got my fucking face out there. It doesn't matter to me. But, like, like, uh... Like, do you think this totally changes the MHB perception? Should I just give it up at this point? It's done. We're done with it. I didn't have much of an opinion before, so it's about the Let same. Let me ask you, what did you think of the poetry? Do you think it was pretty good? I thought the poetry was fine. I looked oh, at. Oh fuck! I, I looked like I looked at this. The context. Man, I, 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 I was not know my good fucking poetry skin the bad poetry. was my skin was crawling listening to that. My God, it was the most uncomfortable shit I've ever experienced in my fucking life. Well, if there was a context to them, for you to write the poetry. I understand I was, why you were my, doing it. You were doing a class. It, I took creative writing classes in undergrad and in grad school. So when I was in grad school, I wrote that. And part of what we did for grad work was sending that out to journals to see if we can get it published. So it's not like I was doing this on my own. Now, it is something that I had, you know, that I did get paid for it, all of $10. Mm -hmm. So and it's actually, you know, I think my mom has it framed on my, on my poet. wall. Oh, she, I has think it, that, she has it uh, framed. The check, yeah, the check is framed at my back at my you know fucking house, yeah, of course, of course. Um, good old Mama MHB has it framed, but I think this is a good time to read another poem that is only appropriate because where is Steve Robinson from? I believe he's from Maine. Yes, 
So I have a poem that was published in Ruminate magazine. This was print, actually print published. And it was and, and, and I think we should actually, if you have some like really corny music that we can play in the background, that would be that would be ideal for this. Um, and this is something that Steve should have done. The poem's title is Honeymoon in Maine. Honeymoon in Maine by MHB. The air hangs too heavy over frigid water, cold in summer and heavy blue, like blueberry patches in northeastern night, beneath salt-whipped cottages overlooking Cobb's Cook Bay. Here before the sunrise, patchwork boats dredge, rip-green veins from ocean floor. Somewhere, a man is heard cursing in tobacco breath the morning's catch. Elsewhere, a dog can be heard barking, the sonorous tide retreating, and a truck's ignition choking. Maine wasn't made for love. Maine was made for cursing. Cursing listless 4 a.m. shifts, cursing the day and your own face, calloused, raw, tempered in sharpened air on one of the vessels dotting the bay. Tiny ships, dark water, like freckles sprinkled on the skin of the ripest blueberry, prepared at any moment to be swallowed up into turbid oblivion. Ah. Ah. <laughs> I mean, hey, if what, what do you want me to say? That's fucking good. Am I right? Am I right? Is that a, I'm is sorry that a that, new piece? No, I, that's that's the one that's published in uh, Ruminate magazine. That's the one that's published in the magazine that I got paid for. So, I mean, hey, I, can, it, it, I think that one's halfway decent. The submarine one, yes, is complete bullshit, hackery. It's awful. It all sounds the same to me. Well, I can't help. I mean, hey, I'm also I've, I'm used to uh, simpletons not understanding the poetry and like ripping it to shreds. Like I'm totally used to that. I'm totally OK. with Did it. you want to talk about the religious overtones that they talked about today? Because I kind of know the oh. story behind that. But that's all. Totally yeah, up to I mean, we can go we can go over that. So, yeah, for those of you that don't know, I went to I went to a Christian college. So that that Christian poetics paper was about um like like art and like what makes good literature good and like talk, going going about it through like a religious lens and religious perspective. So that's something I don't really get into all the time. But like Steve Robinson did the same shit. Like he's written about religion. He's written about fucking reverse racism and he's written about you know how his college, which he went to the same. Oh by the way, um guys, I have something that will get Steve Robinson fired. Did you know DEC that he went to the same college as Dale Arnold? <gasps> Can you believe it? <laughs> I got him. I got it's it's over. Fucking up. Fucking done. Fire this man. Fire him today. That is that is an unpardonable sin. Unforgivable. Reprobate. Get him the fuck out of the studio. It is if there's anything that that if there's any reason to fire somebody, it's because that they went to the same college as some irrelevant hack thirty years after they did. Am I right? Am I right, DEC? That's a good one, right? That's the dirt you have that you they both went to the same college decades apart. Yes. Well, get past that. Exactly. Exactly. I think I, I agree. We should we should totally um, get past that. Now, what we shouldn't get past is we shouldn't get past the fact that Steve Robinson, uh, who did go to Bowdoin, uh, has written 29 articles from 2008 to 2013, which is kind of interesting. So, I mean, I went to school in 2009. He went to school in 2008, it looks like. No, maybe he went in 2007 was his first year. I think he graduated. I think he didn't start until his Sounds like year. you guys went to college around the same time. Around the same time, but some of the, we can go through some of the popular articles for for Steve Robinson, this guy that is, um, you know, this wacky, oh, so you funny found, guy. You found some articles about him. Yeah, um, 
coming out as a campus conservative. I don't know if that's what you're coming oh. out as, Steve, but um, let's take a look. Life at Bowdoin College became much harder after I came out of the closet. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> Sorry, pause it for a second. <laughs> pause it for a second. That's real, by the way. <laughs> Let's start the music again. Ready? Let's go. Coming out as a campus conservative by Steve Robinson. <laughs> Life at Bowdoin College became much harder after I came out of the closet and admitted that I was a conservative. You're so brave, Steve. What was supposed to be an open-minded, tolerant community suddenly became an unfriendly crowd. I lost friends and gained enemies. Professors never treated me the same. Campus became a political battlefield and my asshole became riddled with hemorrhoids. My coming out moment occurred in the Orient. Orient? Isn't that an offensive term? My God, it's Asian, Asian Americans. Jesus, Steve. Typical racist. I wrote, quote, a society that places an ever-increasing importance on tolerance and diversity is showing an outstanding level of prejudice towards Republicans. He's really big on the um, discrimination against Republicans. I tell you, this guy. I just love that first line. That's so good. Coming That's perfect. Out. He's coming out. Let's do another one. Meatless Monday. Meatless Monday undemocratically eliminates choice. This dude is bitching because the school cafeteria took away meat. Which is kind of fucking ridiculous, actually. I kind of actually agree with him on that one. Reverse racism hurts America. Ooh, long reads. A guide to surviving old man winter in rain. Or in Maine. Let's see. For some strange reason, fellow Bowdoners, Bowdoners, always seem to know that I grew up in Maine. Oh, I like this. It's getting sexy here. This is something that uh, that Steve and Meg can get down to. <laughs> I actually looked up. I was hoping that um, I actually looked up Steve on Facebook and found like him and his wife. I was. I, I have to say, you know, he he married up. Uh, she's a very attractive lady. Uh, so I'm not gonna say anything about her. That's fucked up. But I will say, there's a very unflattering picture of Steve. My God, man. For a guy that I, that he has the audacity to make fun of me for my weight. Like, Jesus Christ. You should see the beer belly that this guy has. He's got a walking stick, an Indiana Jones hat, and the tightest t-shirt that you could ever imagine, that you could ever see in your entire life in terms of tight t-shirts. And he's just got, he's, he's like, you know how you like stick your stomach out? Like when you like try and like you want to like look like you're kind of pregnant, you can like really push mm -hmm. your stomach out. He's literally doing that pose. It's, it's, I think it's going to be the avatar um, for, for this episode. I'm thinking that you're not really a fan of him anymore. There seems no, to be I'm, some, I'm busting balls. There seems to be a little anger here. Okay, let's continue. How they learn of my heritage remains a mystery to me. But once they do, I encounter a blizzard of questions. What heritage? Is that, he, that, he grew up, that he grew up in Maine and that oh. he's a Republican that he's discriminated against. Is there electricity where you live? Do you ever take your boots off? How come fish hooks and shotgun shells keep falling out of your pocket? Ah, see, he is funny sometimes. Is that a hoof sticking out of your trunk? Old Man Winter's first embrace ends soon enough, but the memory is never forgotten, 
and chronic exposure to his frosty love can be debilitating. <laughs> He's making fun of me for my poetry? Let's listen to that again. Old Man Winter's first embrace it ends soon enough, but the memory is never forgotten, and chronic exposure to his frosty love can be debilitating. Walking to the hockey game or grabbing, grabbing drinks downtown both become laborious tasks when icy winds blow. Most certainly Old Man Winter is the enemy of fun. Like any enemy, he cannot be avoided, only conquered. So we can so pause the music. What, what do you, uh, what, we, where, what, do you what do you think is going to happen here now that you've you've uh, found some of Steve's literature? You have to think that he's going to come at you like twice as hard now. I, I guess so. I mean, there's I've got worse poetry that we could read too. For me, I mean, I don't really, I don't really know. Let me go to my uh, folder here. I'm just going to embrace. I mean, I changed my name. Mm -hmm. I'm now MHB Poet Laureate. So I mean I'm I'm running with it. I, I actually I mean I'm I'm proud of it. I stand by my work. If you don't get it, I mean that's because you're a simpleton that don't that doesn't understand poetry and the arts. I can't, I'm sorry I can't help you. You just don't understand greatness when you read it. The submarine, I mean it's fucking it, it's fucking incredible. It's one of the I mean you know the, the, when I wrote it, the girl I wrote it for, you know, it, it, it definitely uh, you know it served its purpose is what I would say. Was she an attractive lass? I did get well. I got free subs out of it. So. Okay. Are you still fat? Uh, that, that's, well, no, actually. I mean, I think I'm down from 300 to 250 now. Nice. Um, so, yes. Um, oh, my God. There's some awful, awful poems in here. <laughs> oh, God. All right. You ready for another one? Go for it. Oh, God. Let's no, make I can't this read sound that. I, can't, I can't read that one. Oh, no. I can't read that one. <laughs> Floor is yours. Consider this the... Oh, my God. The, uh, the digital coffee house. Oh, geez. There are so many bad poems in here, I don't even know where to start. On Leaving by MHB When I saw you last headed down Main Street, you looked peaceful, resigned to vacancy, like my mother was upon news of infertility. Your face pressed to shoulder, collar pushed up against the rain, as if to light a cigarette, though we all knew you quit because you know what's fun will kill you. Oh, bad line. But you still drink on occasion, as you will do tonight, as would anyone, alone in a one-bedroom apartment lined with boxes and made blue from the skylight, arguing with the moon over how many until allowing maybe one more sip. In the cafe doorway, I stand smoking and imagine as you turn the corner how the edges of your shoes must feel to the concrete. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and I envy the sidewalk because each step means something. Movement towards new jobs and lovers, and the empty car beneath fluorescence and more concrete. Second fluorescence drop. God damn it, man. And tomorrow when your mother calls, she will ask about your day. You can hear her breathing, your father shouting at the news, and you think about the broken Ford pickup behind the shed. Light blue, growing into rust and weeds, and how at seven you would sit in the driver's seat, eyes shut, gripping the chap wheel with radio blasting, and hope for motion. When, when <laughs> did you stop with the poetry? Does this still continue? Do you have new No, material? I don't write anything. Do you think I do any of that now? No. No, no, That's no, worth no. a question. No, I don't still write it now. No, of course not. When did the poetry no. stop? Uh, man, I don't know. When I... I think like 2017, probably. That's still pretty recent. You could yeah. pick it up. I mean, I don't know why I would want to. Would you take a commission? I mean, 
to write poetry. Sure. I mean, you, you don't you don't make money at writing poetry. You don't. You don't. I would know that. I, I haven't written poetry. I have to tell you, I've taken a beating in in a couple of tweets where I've been called dull, boring, a drag a on the show. Clearly, MHB is annoyed. My yeah. <laughs> my impressions are, are that's drawn that's true too. Out. You're getting you're getting that all the time. You're getting sent. You're, uh, like, you're getting. But I will so, tell so you. So this is the, fair. The, this is fair. You felt good today with me getting shit on relentlessly, uh, right? The the attention was so far off of me. I was under the radar, and yeah, I was happy. Can I read you one more poem? Uh, sure. Fog by MHB. The fog comes on little cat feet. It sits looking over the harbor and city on silent haunches and then moves on. Pretty good. Pretty good, right? That was great. Want to hear another one? Maybe. All right, we'll do one more. Bluebird. <laughs> oh my God, it's so bad. Bluebird by MHB. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there. I'm not going to let anybody see you. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I pour whiskey on him and inhale cigarette smoke and the whores and the bartenders and the grocery store clerks never know that he's in there. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay down. Do you want to mess me up? Do you want to screw up the works? Do you want to blow my sails in Europe? There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too clever. I only let him out at night sometimes, when everybody's asleep. I say, I know you're there, so don't be sad. Then I put him back, but he's singing a little. In there, I haven't quite let him die. And we sleep together like that, with our little pack. And it's nice enough to make a man weep, but I don't weep. Do you? Uh. <laughs> oh man. I mean, yeah, clearly just shitty, awful, terrible, gushy, goo-prone, awful poetry you know what i mean like mm -hmm. what am i supposed to say i mean what do you I mean, what do you think you think it, it sucks right it's terrible nobody would ever want to read poetry is pretty bad I, I i guess i understand the the context of why it was written but yeah it's all pretty bad so what do you want to talk about i want i mean you're you, I this don't, was I pretty like much I've, it i was looking to see your point of view whether you're still alive how you were feeling whether no, you're mad I, at steve. so let me no i'm not mad at steve this was appropriate well deserved and all I got to say is I didn't have time to really get into everything that I wanted to research. Um, it, I, it's going to take me some time to uh, purchase those divorce records um, for, the, for the state of Maine in Somerset County. Um, but once, once those divorce records get in, I think we'll be able to uh, have another show where we, where we revisit this and we can take, uh, take Steve down. Other than that, just wanted to do a quick one. I mean, we I feel can like this take is... Steve down. I'm, I'm here to facilitate. I will take Steve we'll down. But no. It. He, I will say this, well played, that, that I respect you, Steve, and you know what? This was the best thing that you've done in the most, and, and you know who else, you know who said that? Colinane. Colinane messaged me and said, well, I got to give him credit. It's the most interesting done he's, thing he's done on the show so far. That is a left-handed compliment. 
And he's absolutely right. It is. I mean, it it took me, you know, dicking him around and making, you know, fucking making him look like a fool and ripping him to shreds for him to actually do something like that. So congrats, Steve. Uh, great, great job. You embarrassed me. You doxed me. You know, I could fucking throw your ass in jail for that because of the, you know, now Murchison knows who I am. So thanks, fucking asshole, dick. So I don't know what to say now. Anyway, that's it. But uh, yeah, right. So but three, you guys get three this week. Yep. Even even at my expense, and I'm always happy to provide. Figured content. that this was worth that people are going to want to hear your side and yes. how you're feeling, and yeah, I, I got a feeling this will be the the poorest received one, but that's okay. Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, all right, but uh, back next week. I've got a little a little poem that I'd like to read in honor of this occasion, if I may. Spalding, get your foot off the boat. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in. And you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> okay, Pookie, do the honors. Bless this ship and all who sail on her. I christen thee the Flying Wasp.